Welcome to Recovery Minor Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. On this episode, uh, we have several readings. We start with food for thought. If we examine our behavior patterns when we were eating compulsively, we usually find that they were quite rigid. Our mental obsession and physical addiction kept us bound in repetitious behavior, which permitted very little spontaneity. With so much time and energy tied up in eating, we had very little flexibility. Most of our free time was used to support our addiction in one way or another. As we recover, we may find ourselves threatened by unstructured time or by impromptu changes in schedule. An unexpected holiday can bring on feelings of emptiness or boredom. Change plans can leave us feeling confused and unsettled. Without a firm routine, we may become uneasy. Remember that abstinence is the most important thing in our life, without exception, can provide an anchor when we are required to be flexible. As long as we remain abstinent, we are free to alter schedules and plans according to preference and convenience. Flexibility and spontaneity are possible when abstinence is firm. Show me how to be flexible. The next reading comes from Touchstones. As with expeditions into the wilds, when we have endured storms and rapid, cold, rapids, cold and sleet, and sometimes lack of food, it is ultimately the good things we remember, not the bad. In our daily lives, we often take a very short perspective. We see what is worrisome today, what is pressing hardest, or what is most frightening or confusing. Eventually, we may look back and have a totally different idea about what was truly important on this day. Let us take a moment now to remember what does endure, what we value most, what counts in the long run. For a brief, quiet time, we can let go of all the anxieties of this moment. During these few quiet moments, we will identify our tensions and then place them totally into the hands of our higher power. This is our time to let go of our worries and be refreshed. It will provide a background of serenity for our day. Today, help me remember this corner of serenity as I meet the tasks and activities on my path. Next reading comes from The Language of Letting Go. Step 12. The 12th step says that having had a spiritual awakening, we try to carry this message to others. Our message is one of hope, love, comfort, health, a better way of life, one that works. How do we carry it? Not by rescuing, not by controlling, not by obsessing, not by becoming evangelists for the recovery cause. We carry the message in many small, subtle, but powerful ways. We do our own recovery work and become a living demonstration of hope, self-love, comfort, and health. These quiet behaviors can be a powerful message. Inviting, not ordering or demanding, someone to go to a meeting is a powerful way to carry the message. Going to our meetings and sharing how recovery works for us is a powerful way to carry the message. Being who we are and allowing our higher power to guide our actions are powerful ways to carry the message. Often, we find ourselves carrying the message more effectively than we do when we set out to reform, convince, or coerce someone into recovery. 
Caretaking and controlling are not ways to carry this message. All those behaviors carry is codependency. Still, the most powerful form of helping others comes down to helping ourselves. When we do our own work and are honest and open about it, we impact others more than by our most well-intentioned helping gesture. We cannot change others, but when we change ourselves, we may end up changing the world. Today, I will strive to carry the message in ways that work. I will let go of my need to help people. Instead, I will concentrate on helping and changing myself. If an opportunity comes up to share my recovery with someone, I will do so quietly. God, help me show others comfort, empowerment, and hope. I can be a channel to help others when I'm ready. I do not have to force this. It will happen naturally. The next reading comes from Each Day, A New Beginning. Faith is like air in a balloon. If you've got it, you're filled. If you don't, you're empty. Being faith-filled takes effort, not unlike becoming a good writer, tennis player, or pianist. Faith grows within our hearts, but we must devote time to foster this growth. Daily discussions with God are required. Frequent quiet times to hear God's messages to us, just as practice on the court. Hitting balls or sitting for extended periods of, at the typewriter or a piano are necessary to attainment of these goals. Life's difficulties are eased when we have faith. The most frightening situation, a job interview, an evaluation with your boss, a showdown with a friend can be handled confidently when we let our faith work for us. But we must work for it, work to attain it, and work to keep it. Like any skill, it gets rusty with lack of use. I will make sure to add to my reserves today. We never know when we may need to let our faith direct our every action. I will make a friend of my higher power, and that partnership will carry me over any troubled time. The next reading is today's gift. When written in Chinese, the word crisis is composed of two characters. One represents danger, and the other represents opportunity. John F. Kennedy. Family crises are unavoidable. At times, things are going to break down. This is no reason to give up and abandon ship. These breakdowns are the things which will strengthen our lives together if we do not lose faith. The Einstein family had a crisis of sorts when their little boy, Albert, did not talk until he was four years old. But what looked like a problem at first did not end up that way in the long run. We can expect downhill slides once in a while, and we may even start to feel full of self-pity. With faith that these setbacks are meant to help us grow stronger, we won't waste time and end up having to face them again and again until we do recognize their true purpose. What setback can I use to grow stronger today. The next reading is 24 hours is is from 24 hours a day. The AA way is the way of sobriety, and yet there are slips. Why do these slips occur? Why don't we all accept AA and stay sober from then on? There are many reasons, but it has been proved without exception that once we have become alcoholics, we can never drink successfully again. This has never been disproved by any case we know of. Many alcoholics have tried drinking after a period of sobriety from a few days to a few years. 
and no one that we know of has been successful in becoming a normal drinker. Could I be the only exception to this rule? The meditation of the, for the day. We are gathered together in thy name. First, we are gathered together, bound by a common loyalty to God and to each other. Then, when this condition has been fulfilled, God is present with us. Then when God is there and one with us, we voice a common prayer. Then it follows that our prayer will be answered according to God's will. Then, when our prayer is answered, we are bound together in a lasting fellowship of the Spirit. The prayer for the day. I pray that I may be loyal to God and to others. I pray that my life today may be lived close to His and to theirs. The next and final reading comes from Strengthening My Recovery. Trait 13. Alcoholism is a family disease, and we become we became para-alcoholics, codependent, and took on the characteristics of that disease, even though we did not pick up the drink. Big Red Book, page 588. We felt like we were stark raving mad. We couldn't see what was happening to ourselves because we were so focused on controlling others and feeling their feelings for them. Or maybe we tried to shut others down because we didn't want to see or hear anything about feelings that would make us uncomfortable. It was a never-ending cycle of abandonment of ourselves and our inner child. But we were used to it. We didn't know any better. Then one day, we found ACA. Slowly, we learned to let ourselves be present in the moment. It wasn't easy. We watched as our sponsors and others with more emotional sobriety modeled what change looked like. We soaked it up. It was the best education we ever had. Better than anything we learned or could have learned in school. We found something that could truly transform the world. As we let go of our grandiosity, we saw that we could change ourselves if we were willing. We finally began to understand and believe that we were powerless over others and the choices they made. It was a great relief. On this day, I will keep my side of the street clean and let others take care of themselves. I will shun attempts to pull me back into that never-ending cycle of dysfunction I came from. And those completes the readings for today. My name is Kowant Saluja. Until next time, this is Kowant reminding myself to feel my feelings and, pause, to love myself.